Ready ho and happy holidays and welcome back to Articulate with Steve McJones. And if you don't celebrate holidays, then you know good good day. Is that what people say sometimes? What's up? Yeah. So this week we have a very special theme and guest on. We have James Rankin, uh, who I met at uh, Ohio University uh, through the RHT program. Really funny guy and just kind of goofy. But I mean, so am I. What are you gonna do? But he, he's gone through some stuff, and, and I think this episode brings up some points that we can all relate to about self-confidence and self-esteem, and I think it really prompts, I don't know, it, it at least recently for me has been a big deal to trace back where my mental issues come from, and and obviously there's some diagnosed mental issues, which is what he's talking about with his body dysmorphia and other serious mental illnesses but I think in general as well uh, if you have things that are making you stressed out or making you anxious or depressed or that you just keep running back in your mind I think it's uh, really important to kind of track that down and I mean this episode we get into some some other methods and ideas on to why and how that affects people and um, you know, how to, how to get to the bottom of it and what you can maybe do to get around it. And so, yeah, it's very gooey and emotional, but again, it's James, so we're just goons. And also, we recorded in a car uh, first time because we just had to because we're ballers like that. Uh, you know, it was all very interesting. Um, but so that's why the audio sounds the way it does. But I, I mean, you can still get the content from it, and I think it's still good. So, yeah, without further ado, James Rankin.
because I was like, I was a weird kid, especially in middle school. I had. So were you fat like as a child? Like when did you start noticing that you were more overweight? Than well, I was. I always had a hard time being active because I have like chronic headaches and migraines. Sure. And those would flare up when I would exercise. Yeah. So like we'd be playing like capture the flag in elementary school or something, and I'd be fun. I'd be having a good time at it. But like my head would start hurting, and then I couldn't really. It, would, it was hard for me to run because it would just be pounding. And couldn't even get into kickball, bro. That's, I was so. I was bad. also just kind of bad at it. <laughs> like I didn't really have motor skills until a few years ago. That's fair. That's fair. So like I wasn't the last one picked in kickball, but I was definitely not the first. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. And I always wanted to be pitcher because then I didn't have to do much. <laughs> I could just stand be, in one place. I could stand in one spot, roll the ball. Can we just talk trash about pitchers for a second? They just stand in the middle of the field. Everybody else just circles around them. Yeah, but pitchers like the, baseball and softball, pitchers are super important. I know. I was just fucking right. kickball, no, Obviously, the pitchers nothing, are important. Dude. Yeah. Kickball, they're useless. So I wasn't like, I was out of shape, but I wasn't like one of those big kids you see where their mom, you know, only feeds them Pepsi. <laughs> That's up. What are we having for dinner tonight, Mom? Pepsi. Pepsi. We're having, We're Pepsi, having Pepsi and chips. <laughs> Open your mouth. Here's some salt. Just the yeah, salt. Yeah, just sodium just... and sugar. <laughs> just eat it so you shut up and I don't have to worry about it. One time when I was a kid, my cousin gave me a handful of sugar and she was like, oh, dude, it's sugar. We're going to eat it while watching this TV show. I'm just like, a handful of, like, granulated sugar. No, and I, like, put my tongue on it. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And it was oh, salt, bro. It was <laughs> fun. Dude, I was so pissed off. That was me. That was we me. Used to, my sister and I used to play a game where it was, like, salt water and sugar water. And you switch them up. And then, you know, uh, one of you would get sugar water. The other one would get salt water. Sounds like a terrible game. Yeah, it was. It, we I don't even bored. think I would want to drink sugar. We were bored. We were really fucking bored. <laughs> that's that's all I can say about that. I, I understand. But anyways. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like an act, a super active kid, but I also wasn't one of them. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't a big kid. I was a pretty normal kid. I just couldn't be as active as the other kids because of my head. Sure. So like. And so would, you noticed that, but you didn't feel that. No, different. no, because I, I was also a kid. Like, who cares? Right. When you're fucking eight. You haven't hit puberty yet. <laughs> right. You know, you're just kind of a child. Yeah, you're just You don't there. care. Right. You don't care what you look like. You don't even know that you're supposed to look like and anything. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know anything. You're a fucking baby. Every time you see a mirror, it's like the first time. You're like, what? What? That's fucking me? I mean, to be honest with you, every time I see a mirror, it is the first time. But that's a whole... We'll get into <laughs> that's that. That's a whole different that's thing. That's a different thing. Yeah. So anyways, but then what age did it start, like, becoming a parent? I remember in... Back when I first started hitting like puberty, that's, I was yeah, kind of a, that's fair. That's I was probably. kind of a late bloomer. Like I'm really, like over the past few years, it really feels like I actually hit puberty. But obviously, you know, you start when you're like 11, yeah, give or take. So I I had like a full bush when I was 10, but Gosh. I didn't have armpit hair until <laughs> sophomore year of high school. Yeah, 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 the whole thing. Yeah, it was weird. It, I remember that. It was a fun process though. For like, dude, I have three armpit hairs, bro. What? I don't even remember that. I just remember being like, it was almost like it all. What grew is wrong up. with me? It all grew in like one day, like a Teen Wolf or something. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like one day I was completely. It was a full bald. moon, and your yeah. dick's like. <laughs> I was completely <laughs> bald, and then all of a sudden there was just a normal amount of hair, and I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. Hey, I didn't see that yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, I I was like, like again, I wasn't big. I was just like a little more out of shape than the other kids. Right. And it just really bothered me. And I remember sucking in my stomach, which I didn't really have that big of a stomach because yeah, I was yeah. a child yeah. and, like, wasn't in bad shape. I remember sucking it in literally all day. Really? All the time. Just walking. <gasps> How's it going? <gasps> you know, and It wasn't that deep. Like, I wasn't, like, really trying to make it as skinny as possible. I was just bringing it in a little bit. Kind of, like, flexing a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like, just, like, tightening my abs a little bit so that I didn't look so pudgy. Right. Which and is that's, almost a workout in itself. Oh, yeah. No, that's the only reason I have, like, somewhat abs now. Yeah. Is <laughs> because the last six years, I've, I've just been, been tensing, tensing my abdominals it's, it has for hours stopped. and hours. It was kind of this weird thing, because I, looking back, I had this fucked up haircut <laughs> that was like, anyone I know who knew me back then is screaming right now, because <laughs> that is the worst way to describe that haircut. It was atrocious. It was bad. It was bad. Like, really? it was almost like a mullet, but not... Oh, man. Like I basically you didn't even just, get the mullet? It was basically like I had a normal haircut and didn't cut it for three years. I almost had, like, a really shitty 
Bieber like cut. Yeah. Like fre- like maybe freshman sophomore year mm-hmm. high school. Just more ghetto. But, <laughs> but it was fucked up because my hair doesn't lay like that. Right. My hair is curly and it puffs up. Yeah. The longer it gets, the more like Jufro it gets. Yeah. <laughs> so I had this. Oh God, it was weird. So looking back, it's hard to believe that I really gave that many shits about how I looked. Uh, because mean, if I had that messed up haircut and like once you start realizing you're different or like that every I mean that's I think that's just a part of puberty is realizing like all right there's some weird looking motherfuckers out there you know and like I might be one of them you yeah. might be one of them yeah yeah you have to come you have to come to that conclusion yourself right because and I think that's almost important in a way because if you don't consider yourself to be a weirdo then like you're right off the bat you're like yeah I'm the shit you know what yeah, I mean fuck like, you. I think, yeah you're, you got you goofy well I think most people go through that period where they're like. Alright, am I different? Like, I am different, and then, like, figuring out why you're different. Yeah, that's the scary you gotta part. figure out why you're Without different. Without judging yourself. That's what exactly. we didn't understand as kids, though. We just judged the shit out of everybody. Because everyone wanted to be... We are like, like, oh, okay. James, the almost chubby guy with the weird-ass hair for... Like, the, you know, I don't know. You, you just... That's and just you, how... And you make, like, a personality around who you want to be, mm-hmm. but it's fighting with who you are. Yeah. It's kind con- that The whole puberty is this constant struggle between... Your brain and like between your, good and evil. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's like this War epic struggle between God and the devil. Damn right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't start getting like actually kind of big until I like maybe sophomore year of high school. Yeah, you said there's a specific like story. Yeah, I was. I would like walk to the Circle K every day as like a thing just for fun because. I had a weird home life and I didn't want to be home. Right. So I'd find ways to spend time away from home. Sure. And there's like a circle K like a mile or two from my house. So I just walk there, listen to music. I'd usually get like a, a slushy, maybe like a Reese's bar or Classic. something. Classic. Do you get the Coke slushy? Depends on the day. Depends the Coke on the one day. was good. The blue <laughs> raspberry one slapped. Right, right. But this slushy thing just became like a routine. Because uh, I'm kind of like a routine guy. Yeah. I like doing different activities, but if I could allocate time in the same way every day, mm-hmm. like I do this for around this amount of time, and then I come home and then have free time, and maybe I do different things. I might watch YouTube, I might play a game, but I want to do the same basic thing every day. Right. That's just when I feel most comfortable. It's like structure, yeah. Yeah, it's more like structure than a routine. routine. For sure, and we'll get into that too. Yeah, so that slushy thing just became part of your part of my structure part of my every day after and that school. structure almost becomes you attach yourself to it yeah like so it, it just became, becomes like a need you know like, and it almost became like a personality trait yeah like people would true. see me with a slushy all the time oh they'd be like oh there's the slushy the slushy kid yeah the slushy kid that was a thing sometimes damn and and you looked like a slushy well <laughs> the thing is that's an extra like thousand calories a day right that's the issue it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot mm-hmm. so come junior year of high school I'd been doing this for like a year and a half at this point. Right. I already ate like garbage. Plus, I was doing the slushy thing. Yeah. So that's me. Now I was looking at like probably three thousand calories a day <laughs> at like a normal amount. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that I was eating so much. It's just all the food I was eating was so calorie rich. Yeah. Like I was eating a normal person. I wasn't gorging myself or anything. But the food you would but eat. But the food I would eat was so sugary like and mac garbage. Like mac and cheese. Or yeah, dude, like carbs. Chicken and nuggets. Damn right. <laughs> but, um, do you, have yeah. a, do you have a favorite food from your memory? Like like a guilty pleasure food? A guilty pleasure? Yeah. Honestly, just greasy bullshit. Just greasy bullshit. Like, it depends on the day. Well, I just meant, like, specifically from that time period. From that time. Slushies, dude. Slushies? Just slushies, man. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what it is, but I just fucked with them. Right. I still do, but I, I'm like three years dry. Three, I'm three years sober of a. Of I'm a serious. When, oh, we'll get to this in a second. Yeah. To finish my story, I was, yeah, junior high school was around like the holidays. Um, I had just broken up with this girlfriend I had. Sad. Yeah, it's whatever. You know, it wasn't working. And I was at this, uh, my family friend, they invited me to this uh, Yom Kippur dinner, I think. Mm-hmm. It was some Jewish holiday. Some Jewish holiday. And there was just holiday. like a scale in the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, just like a, you know, a scale to weigh yourself. There was nothing, like, malicious in my head. I was just genuinely curious. Well, that's always fun, you know? I was just like, I wonder how much I weigh. Yeah. Like, that'd be Especially when they're, like, shiny scales or, like, you get to see numbers and lights flash. Yeah, it was one of those class ones with, like, a digital. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, that looks fun. Yeah. I'm going to hop on the scale. Right. The issue really came up when. When you saw the number on the scale? Yeah, one, because if you had asked me 
how much I weighed. Yeah. Like, just if I had to guess. Because I hadn't weighed myself in years. We didn't have a scale. And yeah. I didn't really care. Right. If you, had, if you had made me guess, 200 would have been, like, the max. Yeah. I would have been, like, I'm probably, like, 190, 200 pounds. Because yeah. I knew I was heavy, but, I like, I knew I, was, I wasn't big. You're only 5'8 at this point. Right? I was, like, 5'8, five, 5'9, five, probably. Okay. Well, I stepped on the scale, and it was, like, 240-something. Ooh. Ooh. I, th- I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was, like, 43 or 44. Yeah. And I'm like, this whole facade I think my brain had just shattered. Like, you broke a mirror. Damn. It's like I had... It was one moment It was like the first time that I looked in the mirror and, like, objectively saw who I was. Wow. Because I think for years, and I still kind of struggle with this, is that you have an idea of what you look like in your head. Yeah. And it could be completely different than what you see. In the mirror. Or what other people see. Yeah. Like, you ever seen a video of yourself and you're like, that's, I look weird. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where you see a picture of yourself and be like, is that me? Is that me? Yeah, and everyone is like, yeah, that's you. That's obviously you. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. But if you don't recognize it at first, that, like, it's because you think of yourself as a little, like, you look different in your head. Yeah. And I think mine Well, especially, just, like, I mean, as a, the younger you get, I feel like the, the more, your, your imagination works in a little bit more. Oh, for sure. And you're more moldable by everybody else around you. So your perception becomes like, oh, I look like this. Mm-hmm. And then, but... Then but you might not look like you this. You might not look like You that. might not. And I, the way I was seeing myself must have been, I don't remember how I saw myself. I don't know if I looked worse or well, better. Well, like you said, you didn't even think about weighing yourself before that moment. So you're just like, oh, I'm probably all right. Yeah, I didn't really care. I was right. just a guy. I mean, I was, I was self-conscious, but I wasn't, it wasn't like... About being fat. No. Like... I was, I was self-conscious just like, I wish I looked better and I knew I was like getting bigger and I'm like, I wish I was more active and it was more so I wanted to be healthier mm-hmm. than really just, I wish I was pretty. I wish people thought I was pretty. Yeah. It was really more so I just wanted to be healthier. Sure. And sure. I wanted to be pretty. Everyone <laughs> wants to be pretty. <laughs> I would love to be pretty. I wasn't, that wasn't my focus at the time. Yeah. Cause I'm a teenager. I'm a, I'm a band nerd in high school. Who cares? Right. But, um, you know, I bet this whole facade I had for what I guess I looked like completely shattered in that one moment. And like, I saw myself and I basically went down like a downward spot from that point. Like it kind of broke me. Yeah. Was that what, like 15, 16? Yeah. I was probably 15, 16. No, 16 or 17. Yeah, it was junior year. like once you start driving, I think there's a period there. Oh where yeah, when most I started kids... driving, you know that walk I do the circle cat. Oh I yeah, walk. I you would drive. You would just drive over there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah that was the, get, 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 getting a car fucked me up. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine. But ever but since I, that's like a period in life where I, again it's those, those horm- hormones kick in even more. Dude, hormones are fucked up. Dude, puberty is <laughs> fucked up. Puberty is fucked up. Every teenager I've ever spoken to, like, I just. It's hard for you to tell them, like, hey, high school doesn't matter, and everything up, everything you've experienced in your life so far is bullshit, and it doesn't count. It doesn't count at all. And because I know that, that's their whole life. Right. <laughs> and it's just that, yeah. It, you remember high school? I high feel, school was your world. Yeah, and, and I feel like your mind is just more powerful back in the, I don't know, like I said, it, it's not more powerful, but it's more unchanged, or, like, less molded, or, like... There's not as, as many boundaries that you've set in your yeah, mind. Yeah, I guess. And so it just becomes like your mind can go in any, I don't know. I also no, overthink. No, no, I kind of get what you're saying. I overthink all the time. <laughs> so like in high school, I it was just, it just ran rampant. With, oh, I bet it did. Like self, because I was like, well, this person thinks that. And like, well, I bet this teacher doesn't like me. And like, nobody's even talking to me. No, yeah, no one even cares. Yeah, nobody even cares. fucking exist. <laughs> that, I think, you know that whole main character meme? Uh, Everyone in high school is the main character. Yeah. In their head. That's true. They live in some fucking teen comedy, teen <laughs> drama. Yeah. And, and that's why Euphoria is, is good because yeah. it encapsulates, like, the idea that it's all about you in high school. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you can't tell high schoolers, like, oh, yeah, none of this shit matters. Yeah, you because can't say that to them. Because like, hey, when you're my up. age, like, you're going to look back in high school and be like, that was stupid. <laughs> like, I didn't give a fuck about any of that. Yeah. But you do. And you can't tell them that because they'll lose their mind. And right. I was kind of, I guess, you know, that's when it really fucking hit me. Right, when you were getting into that. I was, I was 5'8", 240 pounds. I had, like, shitty hair. Yeah. I'm just like, what is, what? What do I Who the fuck am I? Yeah. And it just sent me down this downward spiral. Mm-hmm. The, the good thing was I was never insecure about, like, my personality. Sure. And make sure you do embarrassing things. 
things. Yeah, but everybody does. You do something embarrassing, you regret it, you have regrets. Maybe you say something you didn't mean to say. That happens to everyone. Right. Especially in high school, because, again, you're still establishing those boundaries. Because you're a dumb piece of shit in high school. Yeah. No one is a smart, mature child. (laughs) There's no such thing as a smart and mature child. Right. (laughs) That's an oxymoron. Exactly. So... I was never, yeah, I was never insecure about my friends liking me or anything because I had a bunch of friends and they were all close to me, and I had no worry in my head that they don't like me for whatever reason or they were fake friends. That yeah. was never an issue for me. Right. It yeah. was, it, it was solely what I looked like. Yeah. And it was violently like it was, my self-esteem was garbage. Right. And it still lingers. That's interesting because, like, I was definitely very like self-conscious back in the day and like I said I overthought everything but it was in a completely different way like I didn't think like it was still I knew my personality was I don't know like I had something but I didn't know like what it was or how to channel it or anything so a lot of my self-esteem would come from like an anxiety it was just social anxiety like like how to talk to people and like where and so like with my body I was pretty comfortable for the most part I mean I was skinny but yeah like you're allowed to be skinny in high school (laughs) You're allowed to be fat. Like, it doesn't That's true, really yeah. matter. Exactly, yeah. It's exactly. just this thing, you know, because bodies, right. you know, beauty standards and yeah. that kind of thing. It's just people being stupid. I mean, like, if you're 5'9", 240, you should probably lose weight just for your health. Just for, yeah, for the sake of your well-being. But you should do it for yourself. Right. And to live. And not, in, not to fit into, like, a Yeah, it shouldn't be because you want to be pretty or you want to fit into a group. You should just do it for yourself. And I was doing it to be pretty. I don't know. I think if you want to hang out with the football guys, it's a pretty pretty valiant effort to to, to, to try to lose weight for them. You know, I mean, if you have a goal, you have a goal. You, you have know? a goal. Like, you know? They always shoot for the stars. They were pretty cool. You know, what I mean, they were pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the cool guys in high school for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those existed. <laughs> and so, what did that journey, like you said, that it, you kept spiraling, but you had your friends, right? So then, yeah, so at what point did you like? Was there? There must have been a rock bottom, right? Um, or is there like more before that? There's not really, I never really hit a rock bottom because only looking back did, did I realize I had like serious issues. Yeah. Cause I was, I tried to self-diagnose like an eating disorder after the fact, but there's a name for it. It's just an eating disorder that like has, cause there's, you know, bulimia and binge eating and, you know, anorexia and all yeah, those. They're yeah. like specific categories and they have slightly different differences between people yeah I, I had this I had eating disorders but it wasn't it didn't fall in any of those categories yeah like I wouldn't eat for a long time when I did eat I would eat a ton so that's anorexia that's binge, yeah. and then binge eating yeah. and then I would purge sometimes by making myself throw up really yeah so that's bulimia yeah yeah so I was basically had a minor case of just three separate eating disorders. You were the America of eating disorders, the, the melting pot of, yeah, of, was, yeah, basically. of eating disorders. And they have a name for that. It's like non-categorized, blah, blah. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a doctor. But, yeah, no, so I was suffering from those. And in my head, I'm just like, I'm losing weight. Because yeah. I lost a ton of weight. I lost like 100 pounds in like a year and a half. Damn. Because between junior year of high school and my freshman year of college... I dropped from 240 to 140. So that's straight up just 100 pounds in a year and a half. Right. Which is an absurd, unhealthy amount of weight to lose. Oh, yeah. In a year and a half. Did you go to the hospital? No, because I was never in that bad of health because I never got that skinny. Yeah. And I still ate vitamins and I ate an okay (laughs) amount. Like, it was enough that my body didn't want to die. Yeah. It was enough that I was, I had energy throughout the day. Sure. Which is why I never thought I had a problem. Yeah. But looking back, that is not even oh, slightly okay. I probably well, stunted and, well, my growth. High, well, high schoolers' bodies are, like, super resilient, too. That's true, because like, you're young. Yeah, I know. I knew a guy, at least a senior year, probably before then, too, but he would eat, like, canes, raisin canes, for pretty much the every... Tenders? Yeah, for pretty much every meal. Like, he would go there, buy it for dinner, and then eat the leftovers for lunch or something. And those Jesus were, like, Christ. two meals a day. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I just ate slushies and garbage, so I can't, yeah. I can't judge. Yeah. <laughs> I can't judge. Right. My right. first step was just cutting out slushies. Mm-hmm. I lost, like, 30 pounds. Damn, really? Just off... Slushies? Just cut, off going dry. slush, yeah. Just off cutting Sla- the slush. Cut, slash the slush. Yeah, no, I got rid of those. I lost, like, 30 pounds, and then my eating disorders got worse. I wouldn't eat. I'd be, like, max 500 calories a day. Damn. Yeah, I probably stunted my growth because everyone at like my dad's side is like all above six foot. 
Really? And I grew a few inches, but yeah. I, I probably should have grown a lot more. Yeah, if well, I was you're, eating you're like 5'11", right? Yeah, I'm like 5'10 and a half, I think. But your exactly. hair has a few inches. Oh, the hair, yeah. I'm six <laughs> foot with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, my dad's 6'2", and he's the runt. Yeah. You know, my, his brother's 6'4", his other brother's 6'5". That's crazy. And the doctors were always like, yeah, you should be about like six foot. And I was like, that's cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And I did have a growth spurt during that period, but it was only a couple inches. Right. And it very well could have put me past that if I was, like, eating and my body had the fuel to grow. Right. Because it was growing out of spite. It was, like, trying <laughs> to grow, but it couldn't because it like, I wasn't giving it the fuel it needed. It's trying to, like, stretch through, like, just slush and, yeah, like, it's like this burgers is garbage, and, like, like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. We're just going to stop here, bro. We can't keep going. Yeah, we can't keep going. What's wrong right with now. this shit? But yeah, so looking like in that time, I didn't really think I had a problem. Mm-hmm. And I remember my friend London, who's shout out London. I love um, you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's been like kind of my best friend since like third grade. Okay. So we've been real buddy bud for like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was about to go to college, like that summer before, he was like, "Dude, are you okay?" Because like it basically looked like I was wasting away. Really? Because I was such a big dude, and then I just. I lost a hundred pounds in a year. Like, yeah. so I just got, I just started looking like shrinking and I wasn't really exercising. I was running a little bit uh-huh. as like punishment for myself. <laughs> it was not like a, Ooh, I'm going to run and be healthy. It was fuck you, you fat shit. Go run. Yeah. Which I still, I'm still guilty of sometimes. Right. But... <laughs> I mean, sometimes you need that voice, but when it's constant, oh, and that's yeah, the when only it's constant, reason... it's so toxic. Yeah. No, when you work good. out or exercise as a punishment for either eating or being the way you are, that no, that's not a good. No, 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 no. If someone ever told me that, I'd be like, "Oh, honey, let's talk," because <laughs> yeah. that's not okay. Right. But, but it did kind of help you a little bit in the moment, right? In the moment, sure. But yeah. oh my god. Yeah, that's not good. And again, looking back, I was wasting away basically. Yeah. And I, there was no end in sight. Sure. And then, probably you know, sophomore year of college. I started hitting my, like, second wave of puberty. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, like, I honestly... That's when I got the beard. Yeah, the, the fucking trash dad. Yeah. But I really just started filling out. Sure. Like, I felt the most mature I had. Yeah. I was having these life experiences. You got a little cute. I got a little cute. Yeah. I'm definitely cuter now than yeah. I was as a sophomore in college. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I was filling out. I was... My body was growing up. I was growing up. Yeah. It was just a better time. Sure. No, I, I agree. Sophomore year. And a lot bad. of, a lot of like my eating disorders and all that stuff, it kind of stopped. At you least know, we slowed all, down. We all, yeah, they slowed down significantly. Sure. Like I started eating. <laughs> I actually ate things? I started like eating food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing you do that you, that everybody yeah, needs that to you do to survive. Yeah, you need to do every day or you're going to fucking die. Yeah. I started doing that. <laughs> right. And after a year That probably felt good. Oh, it did. <laughs> And that's when I, like, felt, I honestly started feeling more comfortable with myself. Sure. Even if I wasn't super happy with where I was. Yeah. I was more comfortable with myself. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have this raging hate, hatred right. for my face or my body or anything. It was just like, it is what it is. Let's try to make it better, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, I finally hit this point where I was like, I don't absolutely hate myself. Yeah. The issue with that is I still suffer from body dysmorphia. Sure. Because if you were a big boy and it affected you greatly, yeah. even when you lose 100 pounds, and then I'm 180 now, and like, so I lost 100 pounds and then put on 40 and basically straight muscle. Really? Basically, yeah. Just from... Just Working pick, out yeah. and eating food. The protein? Yeah. The proteins, bro. The proteins, yeah, yeah. Turkey gains? Yeah. <laughs> no, so I really filled out my frame. Sure. And I'm in the best shape of my life. That's awesome. Yeah. But every day, you know, you look at yourself, it's hard not to see the, the, the 5'8", 240 kid. But eating a slushy. Drinking a slushy, bro. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so hard not to see that. Because you just, like, grew up. It, it like, was, yeah, you. it was such a formative time and such, like, a traumatic experience that I personally went through. Just how much I hated myself. Yeah. How much I wanted to change. How much I didn't want to be who I was. Yeah. And again, this and was all... A, I think that's important, though. I think, like, you have to go through a period where you hate who you are and, like, what you look like. It humbles maybe, you. Yeah, maybe not as much as you did. Well, I don't know. It sounds like that. you tortured yourself. I did. But, but I mean, I, I was also pretty hard on myself, too, back in the day. And, like, was always trying to, like, change my style or, like, run or, you know, Yeah, but at that point, you were... 
like if you're talking about high school, that just means you were experimenting. Yeah, that's you true. weren't sure who you were yet. Yeah, that's fair. And you were just trying to figure it out. Well, in the sophomore year, I, I started yourself regularly, bit. like working out instead of just occasionally. Like, yeah, just doing it as much as possible. It's so important. But I the, but I mean I, I mean I've talked about this with a buddy, but it's like the fact that we've had these things that we were self conscious about, like. Um, like I had acne pretty bad in high school too, so I was and it, like if I'd have just acted normal, it would it wouldn't have been weird. But I was like very self conscious about it, yeah. so people could tell, you know. And I like reflected, but the fact that you like have something like that, or you're short, or you're fat, or whatever, kind of pushes you later, like like when you're a sophomore, to be like, all right, well, I, I kind of like I'm not that handsome, I'm not that cute, but I can, but <laughs> right, I can, that cute. yeah, but I I do what I can to become to like try to be cute. Honestly, you, know I mean? you just need to. At some point in your life, it doesn't matter really when, yeah. you just need to accept who you are. Yeah, you definitely. To, but, like, but, there's some things you can change. You know, you can change how fit you are. Yeah. You can change, you know, how active you are. You can change this. You're, you can change what clothes you wear. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still who you are. Who you are, for sure. You can think, people can change, yeah. but they don't change that much. Right. In my opinion. Like, yeah. I'm a lot different than I was even, like, six months ago after all this shit. Oh, yeah. It is, like, almost a year now, actually. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's just all COVID and my mother passing and working 80 hours a week. I'm a completely different person now. For sure. But really, am I? But, yeah, like, somebody who met you, like, a year ago, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's James. Yeah, you know? like, anyone you talk, like, we hung out for the first time in months. Yeah, like that's today. true, and it, we still, we still. Am laugh. I that different? Yeah, not really. Exactly. But, but you, I'm but drastically I think, different. Yeah, I think you... I think a lot of us feel really, like, I feel completely different after, like you said, like, I mean, I did the warehouse, I went through some of the most, like, the deepest emotional trauma I've been through, and, like, seeing the riots and shit like that. Oh, dude, and, it was fucked. Yeah, no, it was, it was This has been one hell of a year. Yeah. But what I was trying to say was, uh, so, like, if you had something, like, but there was people in high school who just were handsome, or, like, were... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's, and they don't have that... Well, it, t they, it takes them a little bit more to realize that you have to have that drive to become better, you know? Yeah. Like, if ever... I was if I wasn't super self-conscious about my acne, I never would have tried, like, you know, like, growing a beard and, like, maintaining a beard, or, like, if I'd have been, you know, if I wasn't super skinny and self-conscious about that, I wouldn't be, like, working out and trying to, you know, there's just things that kind of, um, that they push you a little bit more to become better. And so I think it's almost an advantage to have something to be... Like, you should go through a self-conscious period because yeah. it, it makes you, I mean, just view yourself from a different light. I mean, all those kids in high school, you know, that were the quote-unquote popular kids. Yeah. Because I think those high school movies with all the clicks are a little bit silly. Yeah. They got the popular kids and the football. Don't forget the goths. That's not really a thing. Yeah. It's not. It's not at all. There, there's no such thing as the popular kids. Right. But, you know, if you were to pretend there were... Those were the kids who just hit puberty earlier. Right, that's true. Tell me, I'm they were just the hot ones. Right, <laughs> they were the mo they were the most grown up at that point. Yeah, they're the ones who actually hit puberty I didn't earlier. think about that. Yeah, no, yeah, they. I filled out in college. They right. filled out like junior year. Early, yeah. So they didn't. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, the fact that, like, for you, that was such a big moldable period, and you still think about it like that. Like, imagine. Not having what? It. Yeah, just not having. That. What do they? What do they experience like yeah, on a daily basis? Maybe it's in middle school when yeah. they experience that. Because I remember in middle school, like I, I cared a little bit, yeah. but I was bad. Right. Like I didn't give that many shits. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's true. So maybe they went through that in middle school. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because you know, puberty happens basically the same for everyone. I mean, different times, different things happen, but yeah. it's the same process for sure. Huh. Well. I don't know. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. No, but back to... I don't, it's just hard not seeing yourself um, the way you actually are. True. And I'm someone who prides myself on being able to be objective and you know, kind of down to earth. And, like, I know if I'm feeling this way, I can identify why. It doesn't help that much, but I know why I'm feeling it. Yeah. You know, so I don't lose my mind over it. Right. And that's where self-awareness is really important. Yeah. I'm but, just really self-aware. Sure. To a fault sometimes. To a fault sometimes. But it's really hard to get that past, you you know, body dysmorphia and that insecurity that really just lingers from a traumatic experience. Yeah. Because no one was bullying me, really. I didn't, no one, it was 
all self-imposed. Yeah. No one said. No one came up to me and was like, "You're ugly. You're fat. You're this and that." I don't. I said that to myself. Yeah, and I mean, it's just projecting it. Since you think you're fat, so you think other people are thinking that you're exactly, fat the whole yeah. time. You're hanging out. But probably no one even fucking noticed. Yeah. Or I mean, it's the same way. Like somebody told me once, like if you have acne, it's like. You kind of notice it for a second on somebody, and then you just go back to looking at their face, like, as a person. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, they broke out. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. That affects me. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're a little chubby, but then you just keep talking to them like yeah, a normal person. Yeah. Like, you're not blind, but right. you're not, it's not, it's not filling your mind up. Right. Yeah, it's just really hard to get past that, and people ask me for advice sometimes, because for some reason, I couldn't tell you why people try to confide in me with, like, things. Yeah. Like, I've had people tell me things they haven't told anyone before, and my first thought is, why me? That's strange. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep your secret, so maybe <laughs> that's a good reason, but... Yeah, you just got one of those faces, James. I, yeah, I just have a trustable face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you look trustworthy. You're Trust kind of it. insane. No, it's just because, you you know, you're like a genuine guy. Like, you had those self-esteem esteem issues, and then you, like, talk about them with people, you're like... You like Fat James is a meme to you, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. oh, this guy's cool. Like he can talk about his insecurities, and like you see him. So people want to tell you their insecurities and shit that they have gone through. Yeah, especially recently, I've been super open about you know my body dysmorphia and my eating disorders that I survived because there are way more people than you think, especially in like this social media era where yeah. everyone's projecting like this, you know, perfect life online yeah. Yeah. in a lot of ways. I'm trying to find a good way to say this. It's okay. Just during, think about it. like, with this whole social media era, mm -hmm. it's just really hard to look at things objectively. Objectively, because what people only post a highlight reel of their yeah, like, it's just a highlight. My my Instagram's just a highlight reel. Right. Even if you don't put filters or anything on, yeah. it's like you chose which is the best you, picture. You with took like a hundred pictures and right. you picked the one you think is the best. Right. Right. And I, I don't know. I think that's. Yeah, it's 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 for people who aren't self-aware. That's a bad thing. Like yeah, that can influence them. But I think if you t or take a second to realize that people are posting those things, then it's like I don't know. You should be able to take a step back. We can take a step back because you and I are like adults at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tell a fucking teenager who just started puberty <laughs> to do that. No, they're that's not true. gonna do that. Yeah, you just feel left out and just like. Why am I so fucking ugly? Why am I this? Why yeah. am I that? And it could be completely false. Uh -huh. Like, I was telling you that story the other day where I was at the bar with some girls and... The oh, yeah. She is gorgeous. Dude, like, objectively gorgeous. Objectively gorgeous. Right. And she looked at me sincerely, deeply. It was just a moment of... of clarity and, like, like, real... Like, this was a moment of huge, like, vulnerability for her. Right. And she just looks at me and says, Am I pretty? And it broke my fucking heart. Damn. Because yes. Of course you're. Oh yeah. my god. Like how do you how do you even think that you're not? Like yeah, it's absurd, and it's because who knows what? Who knows what causes that kind of insecurity? Right. Is it social media? Maybe. Maybe. Is it her friends? Maybe. Is her, it or her, like her family? Like her. Parents? Is it yeah? Does her like family do something like? Yeah. It's so hard to pinpoint, and you know it's obviously probably a mixture of things. Sure. But the fact that people nowadays are like so insecure about themselves, it just it, it just it, makes it worse. Like it, you said, it's a spiral. So like, yeah. it, once it starts, it, it just it's keeps, hard to stop. It's it's really hard to it's stop. It's hard to stop until you something something has to change. Yeah. So, For me, I just naturally I grew up a little bit. I got more mature. I took a step back, and I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I am not ugly. So is that I'm like fat? The most important thing you would want to tell people who are kind of going through that is just like give it some time you know <laughs> see the thing is you can't do that though because who knows how much they're hurting themselves yeah yeah it's true like you, in the meantime like you said you stunted your growth you probably, know? probably i don't yeah. know i'm like, I'm not, I'm not, like yeah factual, i probably stunted my growth right i could i should be six one right now right but it's fine <laughs> i'm, just I'm gonna, not salty about it i'm not angry well, i'm a little salty i'm a little bit yeah. about it yeah <laughs> Because if I could just go back in time and tell James, like, dude, it ain't that, it ain't that deep. Right. It yeah, really and, and that's, again, that's where the overthinking for me always came in. Like, now I can just be like, all right, move on. You know what I mean? Just, like, put that thought. Like, it's a thought in your brain for sure, but just yeah. don't act on it. You know, I think one thing that you have to remember to do is, like, no matter how shitty you're feeling or, like, what insecurities you have, remember to come back to the basics, the things that are important. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, go on a run. You know, that, that is never going to be bad for you. Running you know, or, is so, I cannot stress the importance of going oh, for a yeah. run. Oh, yeah. For mental mental energy, too. You know, like. Yeah, it's a magical human. Ex- like, humans were made basically, biologically, for long distance running. Right. That's what we're the best at. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you this crazy story. So, I've been depressed. I was depressed probably since I was a freshman in college. And then. I mean, I'm the happiest I've ever been since I was a senior in high school, which is great. Yeah, that's, no, it's great. That's really great. But it what, really is. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped about it because, like, the whole time, it was like I was happy and then I became conscious while I was depressed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, you, you mature a little bit and start realizing things. And so it felt like I had only experienced the depression. Like, by the time I was a junior, oh, yeah. I was like, dude, this is just life. Life is just shit. Just, but it's not. But it's not. So, it's yeah, not I didn't shit. remember, like, there were periods of time where you were actually... Like, I would be happy for maybe, like, a month, like, over the summer. Yeah, you'd, like, have, bre- you'd have breaks. You'd have breaks, but then, but then it would just always come back. Yeah. And so it hasn't got... Like, my happiness has not gone away. It feels like in probably, like, maybe, like, a month. And it seems like it's still going to be there because I have all of December off and I'm going to start a new job. And then yeah. I'll probably get shit this again. Is exciting. This is an exciting time in your life. Right, exactly. So, you have other things on your mind other than I'm sad. Yeah, other than I'm sad. Yeah. But but so over the summer, I was very, like, that's when it got really, really bad, like after yeah. COVID and everything. And I, and I was just tired all the time from being depressed. But my brother was just like, man, you know, I think you need to start going for a run in the morning. And I tried running before, but I, I just hate running in general. Oh, it sucks. The but, first two weeks you start running is the worst thing ever. It's just garbage, for sure. But but if you think about it, the way he put it, that made me like, okay. He, he was like, you can go, think about it, you can go for a 10-minute run. That's a, like a mile in the morning just to kind of wake you up, get you going, get your heart active. And like... It, it, it honestly, I was like, all right, I could do 10 minutes, you know, that's, that's nothing. It's you 10 know? minutes. It's 10 minutes, I could do that. So and so there's no time. Over the summer, I started doing that, and I, I it actually, I started getting, like, energy during the day. It was crazy, and it started making me feel, because what happens is you wake up in this mental state where you're just like, fuck, bro, I don't want to be alive right now. Yeah. I want to just go back to sleep. I, like, not existing was so easy. It was so easy for, like, but eight you, hours. You there. force yourself out of it. Right, and you, you go for a run, Do right? something productive. And then once you get go, your hormones flowing, yeah, and you can while you're on the run, you, you're still kind of thinking about well, that shit, that shit. But then yeah. once you come back, you're, you're in that me, the mental state. Where you're like, all right, well, what's next? What do I do now? Right? Yeah. Instead of just laying in it, you're just like, all right, well, I guess I got to move on. You know, I just got to keep going. Yeah, what's what's next in my day? Mm-hmm. But and, and so it was really good for my mental energy and health, right? But then what happened was it, I started getting my lymph nodes started swelling up, and I'm like, oh really? shit. Yeah, I was like, well, is this COVID? What is it? What, like, am I getting sick? So I went to the, the doctors, and they swabbed me and everything. And they and I, they were like, do you feel tired or, like, or, you know, achy or anything? I'm like, well, I had, like, a headache last week. But honestly, I, I feel like I've had the most energy I've had in years. And they're like, oh, really? And what, what happened? They're like, you've got the, the strangest case of mono that I have ever seen in my life. Really? I had mono, and I was just like, yeah, going for runs every morning, working out. I felt fine, dude. Like, it was just... The fact that I couldn't breathe because of the damn oh, lymph nodes, yeah. yeah. But other than that, like, running probably boosted my immune system to oh, the yeah. point, like, where I wasn't used to it because I hadn't done it in years. And and, and it just, like, kept me going, dude. I don't know. It's really, really crucial. Like you were saying, it's a it's a natural thing for us to run. It's uncomfortable. It kind of sucks when you first start. Yeah. The second you see results. The it second just feels look, so much better. The second you look at yourself in the mirror and you see something different. Mm-hmm. That's that moment That's where you're the, like, like, when I started working out, the first, the first time I tensed like my pecs, yeah, like I could do that. Now, yeah, <laughs> I was addicted to it. Yeah, I was I like, was oh like, shit! I was look like, at my titties go. Look I'm not go. Terry Crews, you know. I'm not yeah. popping them back and forth, but I can like tense them up. Right. And like they get, you know, harder. <laughs> sure. The it's moment like, I can make my nipples hard, that the, was the, the most important. The moment my nipples could perk up on command <laughs> is when I got addicted to work. No, but I think that really is. That was a conclusion I came to when I was, like, in a moment of depression. There was, like, the answer to depression is, like, self-confidence in a way. Not yeah. really, but it definitely does it help. Yeah, it definitely does help. Because depression is trying to pull you into this hole. Of, like, coziness and just, yeah, like... And if you find something... Of, like, feeling like a piece of shit. It's like a vine. It's like a ladder. Someone throws you a rope. You just got to find and grab the rope. Yeah. You're in this pit that's completely dark. 
Well, and nobody's going to do it. You have to be the one to do it. Yeah, and you're feeling around the pit for like a rope. Yeah. And you got to find the rope. But once you do, you can slowly drag yourself out of it. Yeah. And that's not the case for everyone. And and climbing the rope sucks. Like, that's that's, shit. That's the hardest part. But you feel like you're getting out of the hole, you know? So it, it really is very beneficial. And like, I don't even, that's what I'm saying. If you tell people to work out, they're going to be like, yeah, but working out sucks. And I agree. It but if you, if like, you minimum, if you like make, like I said, put it in a way where it's like, just go for 10 minutes, even just go for a walk in the morning, dude, just go for a morning walk. That's why having a dog is great. Cause it gets you out in the morning, it and it you keeps out. you on a schedule Yeah. and then you just go. It's just hard for some people because obviously some people have like... Oh, easier said than done for yeah, sure. Some people have like that clinical depression where it's like their brain doesn't make the hormone they need. Yeah. Like serotonin or whatever. Yeah. That you can't just fix. You probably need medication. But I mean, the healthy stuff like, still helps. It helps a bit. Right. It's but you can only to. do so much for some people. Yeah. But a lot of people like you, it didn't sound like you were clinically depressed. You were just in like a bad spot. Yeah. And your brain wasn't helping you. Yeah. Your brain wasn't helping out at all. I agree. So you had to force it. Because I hated college, so that, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the worst. You were in a bad spot. You didn't <laughs> want to be there. You were a little bit bummed out. Right. Like, a little bit bummed out. I was a little sad boy. Yeah. a little sad boy. Yeah, just a little depressed, yeah. But you found a way to pull yourself out. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Just coming back to it, I think, I mean, with insecurities and feeling depressed and just anything, it, it's really just to remember to come back to healthy habits because yeah. no matter what, like I said, it's going out in the sun, it's not going to be bad for you. You need that vitamin D, bro. You got to get the vitamin D. You need The sun D. wants to give you its D, bro. Like, it, the you sun take wants it. to D you down. D, and, and it's the healthiest D you're ever going to It's gonna the get. healthiest D yeah. you're ever going to That's facts. Right. It's just really hard. Like, even when, this is a fun little game, and if you're a friend of mine and you're listening to this this is a fun game you can play. Next time you're around me, and there's a uh, there's like a reflective surface. Yeah. Try to see where I'm looking, because <laughs> I guarantee you it's at my reflection. Hey, that's probably not good though, right? No, it's this it's this thing left over. Of like. Pretty much every time I see myself, it's a shot. Really. Like I've seen myself like a full body shot in the in the window of a fucking target. Just my full body reflection. I'll be like, what? Yeah. That's me. That's crazy. It's not good or bad. But most it's just most like, of the times it's good nowadays. Yeah. Because you know, I'm in good shape. And right. I'm doing all right for myself. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's still bad. Yeah. But it's almost like a shock to see what I look like. Mm-hmm. Almost every time I see myself. Yeah. Which is crazy that, that that's lingered crazy. so long. For sure. It's been, what, six, six years, years right. give or take? Give or take. That's absurd. Because, again, I'm, I'm a survivor of eating disorders. But, like, I didn't have, you know, I wasn't an extreme case. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty solid case of it. <laughs> it, was, it was a sizable yeah, it was, case. It was there. Yeah, yeah no, sure. I had eating disorders and I had a problem and I needed help and yeah. I didn't get any. But there are people way worse. Yeah. There are people in way worse positions who hate themselves way more than I ever did. Right. Like. And that's and that's something that and that's like meant like you said it's saying it's just an eating disorder it's it's a mental health like problem like it's, yeah it's, no it is a Yes, absolutely. Right. The same way depression is. The same way schizophrenia is. Yeah. Like, it is a mental health issue that you need to address. Mm-hmm. Addiction. Addi- addiction, yeah. It is, yeah. Like, it's all under the same blanket. Right. And I, your and brain I think, being stupid. Yeah, and then that's... I think that's personally going off into a different type of thing. That's where self-exploration comes in for me. Yeah. Like, why are you feeling this way? And, like, that's where therapists help. They try to get you to track down where these feelings and emotions are coming from therapists their whole job is to just ask the right questions yeah <laughs> to like get you down a certain path therapists barely do anything they give you advice they talk to you they're well they don't they seem I mean, like they're not let's not downplay right. therapists no, no therapists are great some therapists know what they're doing i'm trying to say that like all the actual learning and work yeah. in therapy comes from you comes from you right? they are just guiding Right. They're right. guiding you on that path. They're going to tell you the right things, ask you the right questions. Yeah. They're not doing anything. And help you figure that out. And that's why I don't think that voice will ever go away. Yeah. But I think the point of therapy and, like, self-exploration. So, I, like, I can't afford therapy. So, I, you know, I do meditation. But during meditation, you know, I, I, I feel, like, for, I look at it from a third person, like, why do I feel anxious right now? Yeah. Like, where is that coming from? And then, like, tracing that back down. Oh, it's from this. It's from this. It, it's... Like, if you can't, it, it really comes back down to, 
like I had a buddy that went to therapy and he had social anxiety and it, it wasn't about fixing it or getting rid of the social anxiety like that that part of your brain that yeah. tells you that stuff but it's being able to man recognize it and then manage it and be yeah. like and just push it to the side of your brain like it's always going to be there but it is always going to be but there. get it out and I mean it was the same way even for you know moving on from like a relationship you know it's like you know that you're always going to love that person right there's always going to be a part of you that loves that, that, person. Loves that person. But yeah. you just got to be able to shelf it and move on. You yeah, because your life is right. As long as you've dealt, dealt with it and processed it correctly and everything, then you can shelf it. But yeah. it's not hard. You can't just shove it away. Yeah, you, you know. can't bottle it up. Right, right. And I, I'm guilty of that. You know, I, I had a whack ass home life, mm-hmm. and obviously my mental health issues. And right. I was never like really depressed, but. I was never really that sad. I've always had a positive outlook on things, but I had this anger. Yeah. Like this repressed rage. Right. That would only come out sometimes. It was usually <laughs> when I was arguing with my parents sure. about something. Yeah. I would like break things. I'd scream. I'd like scream till I lose my voice. It was this terrible repressed anger, and I'm not even sure who it was at. Mm-hmm. If it was at myself. Yeah. Like, is it is it because I hated myself so much? Is that why I was so mad? Was it because my parents were assholes and they kept yeah. kicking me out of the house and being dicks all the time? Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> it was probably a mixture of a lot of things. Of a lot of things, for sure. But it's just a hard thing to try to identify why you feel away. Because I don't know why I fucking hate myself so much. Yeah. Especially now when, objectively, I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, everything in my life, I'm, not everything, but I have a lot of good things going on in my life. I'm in the best shape. I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm tired. You got a girlfriend? I got a girlfriend. I got a place. We adopted a cat. Nice, nice. He's cute as shit. He's a cute little... There's yeah. good things going on. Right. And it's hard to identify why... Why do I still hate myself? Right. And I feel like it's why do important I still feel in this? times like that to, tra- to trace down why you feel like that. And why have I hated myself so deeply for so long? Yeah. Like, what's going... And then being able to... And then, and, so, and then have you figured it out? No, well, I have not figured it well, out. Well, and I think the important thing is, it's not just you get to figure it out and then you're done with it, right? No, you were never done with it. Yeah, but you but you, you have time to think about it. So yeah. when, when you're happy, that's something that I had to realize. Is like being depressed for so, so long, I always wanted to think about all the shit that was wrong with me. And then when I was actually happy, when like again, I've recently, like this past month, I've been happy. Like I can still, those thoughts still come up, but I can be like, you know what? I'm happy right now. I don't need to think about that. I'll, I'll have time when I get depressed yeah, later to think about it. That's for later. Yeah, exactly. So just think about the good shit right now. Like while while it's not as pressing, just just yeah. think about the good shit. But if if, if you are in a place where it, it comes into your brain, then figure it out. Then actually take the time to think about it and figure it out. Because you gotta you gotta do that work on yourself. Mm-hmm. No one can do that work for you. Right. No one can tell you why you think a certain way. I, yeah, I read a book recently called, like, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, and, that's good. Yeah, it's a good book, and it, but it talks about how it's really not your fault that you have all these problems, right? But it is your responsibility. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. It's, you know, like, if somebody leaves a baby on your doorstep, that's not your fault. Somebody left a baby on your doorstep, but you it's gotta, your responsibility. You got to figure that shit out. Yeah, exactly. So that's what it really comes back to, like... Yeah, you're you're fucked up and you're sad and you don't know why, but you gotta deal with that. Or, or maybe you do know why and you need to like figure it out even more. And yeah. Be able to work through it. So it's just such a complicated subject, especially when you're not a psychologist. Right. To I talk am about. Not a psychologist. Well, and the reason I think this conversation is important is to put it into layman layman's terms for yeah. people that aren't psychologists either to to kind of understand and realize what they're going through. Like if somebody is feeling super self-conscious and they listen to this episode, you know, I want to hope that it at least helps them try to become a little bit more self-aware or yeah. work towards getting better. Because I'm not sure if it's been going on for this long, I don't know if I'll ever not be deeply, deeply insecure about myself. Yeah. I don't know if that'll ever change, mm-hmm. but it's just something that I live with and I've dealt with the worst of it, I think, mm-hmm. back during my, you know, pubescent years. Right. What am I trying to say? I think we've said it all, bro. I Honestly? mean, because we, you know, you have that, and then you work through it. That's kind of like the answer. Like that's. Yeah, but that's like such a. That's basically like saying, "Oh, just fix it." Just fix it. <laughs> just yeah, just you're sad. Well, okay, and, be happy. And like, that's the thing. It's, it's you can't. You it's can't do the that. things that. Well, that's what I was kind of going on uh, uh, before. Is like do the things that you know are healthy, even if 
you know you know it's, it, even if you feel like shit still i, I don't know like because yeah. i mean what did you do for me yeah what works what works for you is to just um well after the you know tough part where i was eating nothing and then binge eating and then throwing it up and working out and running is like a punishment mm-hmm. like i remember running like four mi- my fat ass was running like four miles every few days just fucking in my head like you fat fuck keep running Right. Like, I was hurting and panting because I don't have the fucking lungs for that. Yeah. I'm 240 pounds. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> above my head, I'm like, you fat fuck, you better keep moving. It yeah. was mean as hell. Yeah. It was toxic. And then after that, you know, after I so got... So what past, could you have done to get around that? To get around that toxicity? I don't, I don't know. So? Because for me, it kind of just stopped. Right. Like, obviously not all my problems are gone, but I don't have an eating disorder. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I work out as a punishment, but it's most of the time I work out because I want to be healthier and in better shape. So I think part of it comes with time, right? Like yeah. the fact that you were putting that time in just to feel better, it becomes habitual. You know, you know what you're saying at the beginning is like, because you were doing it every day, yeah, it was shitty for a while, but then it almost becomes like a constant in your life. It becomes yeah. like a regular thing that you're like, all right, well, I've done this before multiple times. I know how to do it. I know what to expect of myself when I'm doing it. Like, you don't have to expect, like, when you start, you're like, damn, I can't run a mile, you know, or like two miles. I can't run that much. But after you start running, run you, for a couple of weeks, you'll do it. You have like a metric of like, well, I can do a mile, like, yeah, at least a mile, you know, yeah. at least. And then that's when you start building from there. And, and I think almost if you're able to get past how toxic you're being to yourself, mm-hmm. And you start seeing improvements. Yeah. You start building that confidence. Right. And you start being a little less mean to yourself because you're like, I'm making progress. Yeah. So like my worst times were the few months after, you know, I weighed myself at that mm-hmm. thing. Sure. That was the worst of it by right. far. And I was, pr- I pretty much snapped out of it like a year later, mm-hmm. give or take. You know, I still, again, still have my issues, but I started eating normally and I wasn't working out as a punishment every day. It was a working out like I want to. And I think it really took drastic progress. And that's uh, what, and that's what I was better. saying before is I think the confidence is really one yeah. of the key, key things to helping you feel better. I think, yeah, if you, if you're feeling and self-conscious talk. and you hate yourself <laughs> doing little things to baby steps mm-hmm. To build, that's the answer. That's it. We did it. We did it. You have baby to make, you have to make terrible, terrible, difficult, struggling baby steps. Yeah. Like you're dragging cinder blocks. <laughs> you're, and it's shitty, it's and you garbage, don't want to do it. And you're it. in the mud. Yeah. And you smell like fucking ass, <laughs> and everything sucks. Yeah. But you're you're making a step forward. Right. And it when gets I, easier. That's yeah. A, when I went running right. the first time, it was evil. It was shitty. Yeah. I hated every moment of it. I was evil to myself. I like ended up crying afterward because it was like fucked up. Yeah. But every subsequent time I ran, I was like, oh, okay. I just ran farther than I did last time. Yeah. Or you ran the same amount in less time or yeah, like, it was easier or whatever. I don't know. It was, uh, uh, what's that Bojack Horseman quote where it's like <laughs> the guy, he's like running and he's just like, how do you do this, bro? And he's like. I mean, it's hard, but the trick is to do it every day, you know, it just, is. just do it every day. Just, you have to take those baby steps, no matter if it's working out or doing your job or learning a skill mm-hmm. or making progress within yourself. Mm-hmm. As long as you keep taking those baby steps, I guarantee you the second, the second you realize you've made progress mm-hmm. and enough progress that you're like, oh, because of course every time you run you're going to run a little bit farther that's just going to happen but you're not going to notice yeah the first time you notice is when it's like okay that's the big one yeah that's the big one like when you run if you run a mile and you're like that wasn't hard Mm -hmm. like that was pretty normal that was crazy like it's different it just hits different and I I I guess that's probably what snapped me out of it is I started noticing progress on my body Mm -hmm. and I didn't hate myself as much right the issue is really eliminating that feeling Mm -hmm. because i've alleviated it sure but i haven't eliminated it yeah and and again hopefully it keeps going in the right direction oh yeah it should i mean i'm eating healthier and working out and yeah so trying to be a lot but i'm glad we got to the kernel of it you know it was yeah yeah yeah. i'm glad we 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 broke it down to what what we actually wanted to say baby steps baby baby steps towards it exactly 
mental health is a really hard thing to discuss. It's a hard thing to understand. Because there's so much to it. Because everyone's a little different. Right. You know, there's categories. Mm -hmm. You know, people some people are sad, some people are angry, some people hate themselves, some people love themselves too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And seven deadly sins. And who knows what how many different variations there is. You Mm -hmm. think about as about as many people there are, there's different variations of mental health. Right. And it's just, it's... Baby steps. Baby steps, bro. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, thanks, James, for coming out. Looking forward to baby steps with you. Seeing, baby steps. Seeing bro. how they progress into, into bigger baby steps. Bigger baby steps. <laughs> Big step. baby steps. Big baby steps. Big baby steps. Yeah. That's all you gotta do, man. So, yes, I believe James and I reached a very nice conclusion at the end there. And, I and you know, they are really serious topics, and there's high schoolers, and I know we're, a lot of my listeners aren't in high school anymore, but some people who still have a lot of problems and like we were talking about it doesn't go away it you don't just get to get rid of it it's there for forever it doesn't just stop and it's really kind of sad but also it motivates you to continue getting better because you know you know it's there and how easy it can creep up on you so it, it kind of inspires discipline a little bit so i hope you learned I mean, and you could get your own takeaways from it. Don't listen to me. This is just what I'm thinking about the episode. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And thanks for listening. I love you. Amen. Okay, bye. Articulate. What? Yeah. So we need to be articulate.